Rightio, 933 0800 150 811 is the number. Time for uh, a little bit of talk back now. A number of subjects we can go through. Uh, the All Black, the first All Blacks first team. Uh, what do uh, you make of it for 2023 with Bowden Barrett at 15, Dane Coles at 2. Interesting for me. Uh, we'll also uh, have a look at uh, what happened in the Ashes overnight. Uh, day one of uh, Test Match number three. Plenty of action there. Man, is that Test Match advanced early on in the piece? And Warriors chances this weekend with uh, Sean Johnson looking likely uh, to uh, make the trip across and uh, take his uh, place in the side. Uh, first up this morning, uh, Kevin from uh, Titalangi uh, looking at the Ashes. Kevin, uh, always enjoy your opinion on it. What did you make of it? Morning, Smithy. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought it was a great game. I thought um, England bowled themselves into the game again. Uh, 263 wasn't a big score. But once again, they've let themselves down with the top three at 68 for three. So the pendulum swings towards Australia, well and truly. Um, a guy called, like Marsh, who can't get into the team originally, gets 118 runs. And you got 97 of those in boundaries. I've just added up. I think it was, yeah, 97 in boundaries. How good a batting is that, Smithy? That's powerful hitting. I, I watched a lot of it, I've got to say. I didn't want to. Um, I'm not of an age now that I can sit up all night and watch something and then front up the next morning too much these days, Kevin, but I was glued. I mean, you can't take your eyes off that kind of power. He just absolutely took it away, and England were in a situation where they had no answer. Well and truly, and, um, you know, it was just, you know, 97 in boundaries off 118 That's in a test match. That's unbelievable. And if you look at the, if you look at both batting orders, like Australia's top three, they scored thirty six runs. England's top three got thirty five runs. Um, as I um, alluded earlier, I think Labuschagne he he is no good with that moving ball out outside the off stump. I don't think he's gone past thirty. Warner Broad got him again. I think that, that, that that's about the eighteenth yeah. time he, he's got him. Um, and I thought um, Bears McCullum's selections um, were, were pretty good this time. I think he got Wooden and he got Wokes, and they should have been in initially for Anderson. And the other, I think he, he should have, I don't know, I, I couldn't understand how he brought Brooks up from five to three when Brooks was out of form anyway. And Roots virtually opened, and he's on 19 after about 43 balls. Well, I, there's a lot of things that Bears will be second-guessing. There's a lot of sentiment around Anderson, of course. Uh, but when you see the way Wokes bowled last night, Wokes was unbelievably good. I mean, he should have got to five wickets, Wokes. He had no luck at all with his catches behind the wicket, uh, none at all. Um, the, the fielding was very, very poor. And, 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 you know, when you see a guy like Joe Root with a good pair of hands put down two relatively basic first slip catches, uh, and then, of course, uh, Bairstow is... I've got to say, Johnny Bairstow is not in great physical shape, I don't feel, anyway. I mean, he looks like he's been out of the game for a long time. And he has, uh, and his glove work is just not up to par. So <clears throat> when you want to play against Australia, Kevin, you bring your A game, which means you catch at a very, very high rate, and England have not done that. No, I agree with you. I agree, Mr. Smithy. And you look at the Australian bowling, and Marsh has come into it already. I think he's bowled nine overs. He's got well, nine overs, one, one wicket already. Um, and yeah. he's in for Green, and Green's a good player, so that's going to be an interesting pick for the next test, isn't it? No. Um, the other thing I can't understand, Smithy, is how many chances does Crawley get? Crawley cannot play the swinging ball. He cannot play it. Oh, I'm surprised that Brennan's shown the faith there. I mean, that's been one of his uh, hallmarks already, and it's only a very, very new tenure. We're still only in the first year of it, of a four- or five-year contract for Brendan. So, you know, there's going to be a lot of ups and downs in it, but this was always a series 
uh, that you uh, you sense it had to be earmarked as being very, very important to the cause um, after they displayed such good form against other sides. But here's the, th- the, th- the thing for me is that you cannot afford to keep playing a guy who is out of form and basically a walking wicket. And that, to me, is what Crawley is at the moment. Um, you know, he might be a nice guy. He might have a, a great future ahead of him. But you don't experiment at Ashes time. And surely throughout England, surely there's someone in county cricket showing better technique and better uh, better run production at the top of the order. Well, if you look at Crawley, um, Smithy, they're one, for, they're, one, they're one for eight every game. And then you look, they bring up an out-of-form guy in, in Brooks to number three. And then you've got a guy, as we as we just talked about, in um, Bairstow at number five, and he does not look fit. And so there's three players that aren't making runs, so you've actually three for none. Yeah, I totally agree. Absolutely, Kevin. I, I love your observations, uh, mate, and I look forward to day two. And if it, if it um, travels at as great a rate as day one, it's not going five days, this test match, I promise you that. Uh, Kevin from Titarangi with his uh, uh, views there on uh, the Ashes. So let's get across to uh, Cliff. From Dunedin, uh, Cliff. Good morning to you. Yeah, morning, Smitty. How you doing today? Yeah, um, uh, I spoke. Um, to, <laughs> you're good. Hey, I spoke to you yesterday. Uh, it, it's all about the point of difference, and certainly uh, Wood has a difference, and so did Wokes. Now, for me, Wokes is a better team bowler than than the other three. That's Broad, Anderson, or Robinson. He, he does more with the ball, and, and he, to me, he should have been playing in the first test. He just would if he was available, and I would have picked one of the other three. To me, they're, they're just not informed. They got haven't got any gas. You know, they're not attacking enough, and if he wanted to go out there and take on the Aussies, he needed his best players. And I just don't know why he goes back to the, the older guys all the time. You know, and, and like you say about Bearstow, a poor gloveman, they drop and catches, and if the keeper can't catch, it seems to fumble into the slip cord as well. And he needs to be able to, you know, the keeper sets the, sets the whole thing about what's behind the wicket, doesn't he? You know that. If, if you set up the line, where they stand, and how they set themselves. And, you know, you can't be the professional keeper. And if you're going to put, play a bunny who's out of weight and overweight, you're going to have problems. And I think that's where it's been for them. Look, uh, he's not as fit as he was, Johnny Best, though, when he was at his pomp. Um, you know, he broke a leg and, and takes a lot of cricket and a lot of fitness. And glove work, uh, wicket-keeping-wise, he wouldn't have done a hell of a lot going into the series. They picked him on a terms of uh, not on his keeping ability. They picked him because he's good batting insurance. And that's what a lot of sides do these days. Uh, and they've made a, a mistake there because he's let them too, down too much for... You, you counter the mistakes he's made with the runs he's scoring, and there's just nothing. There's no production on, on either side of it. So at, at this stage, it's a very, very poor selection they have, who I believe in the best uh, glove man in the world at the moment, Ben Folks. England have always set the standard at Test cricket with their keeper over the years, um, but then they've, of late they've started to experiment, uh, experiment a lot more than they normally do uh, because of the fact <coughs> that they're needing to uh, cover the batting side of things and, and add to the batting strength. And to me, that's just that's just letting them down because their their dismissal rate, their catching rate. Uh, they put Marsh down last night uh, very early on in the piece. That, that was a basic catch from Joe Root, um, and Johnny Bearstow then uh, turned around and put Travis Head down minutes or so later. Both of the players that put on over 140 should have been back in the pavilion, and they would have perhaps 
been chasing down 200 or less. Those mistakes are crucial. They really are. Cliff, uh, great observation. Thank you very much. Neville from Makaiapoi, good morning to you. you. Got your eyes on the, the Women's Open, Neville? Yeah, I just watched Lydia hit her first shot down the middle, so that's, that's encouraging. Oh, dear. But poor old Amania, five over after five. It's a pretty tough course. Um, and Jin Young Ko, the world's number one, he had a seven over, so um, it's not much fun out there, but look at it. Yeah. Um, I also want to just, just briefly, um, Daniel Hillier, um, his win was outstanding in many ways, um, and I believe he's going to do well at the Scottish Open and the British Open, um, simply because of the way he played. It wasn't. It, it, there were no holes that, that were over troubling, if, if you know what I mean. His bogeys were well spread. Uh, his birdies were well spread. His course management was superb I felt um, and also his fian- his um, partner I should say Siobhan, I was talking to her just a couple, couple of three nights ago and she's just flown over to join him so um, I'd imagine she's going to give him a lot of um, encouragement for the uh, next two tournaments as well um, yeah, well, Team, Hilly, Team Hillier looks very strong it looks very very strong indeed and you know, um, once you make yourself financially secure for a season, it takes a lot of pressure yeah. off, a, off a young player. A lot of pressure. Yeah. That's right. And he's got the he's got the length. That's that's the amazing thing. He was hitting drives three seventy, three sixty five regularly. Um, yeah. Now, look, just the other thing: the cricket England have shot themselves in the foot again, as you've been saying. Um, I can't understand why would and Wokes weren't in the team from the beginning. It doesn't make sense. I don't think Wood was 100% fit uh, in that regard. Uh, Chris Wokes has always been a, a reliable uh, performer. I, I thought he bowled as well as I've ever seen him bowl in Test cricket last night. I, I really did. I thought his control was absolutely outstanding. So, uh, really good, uh, Neville. Uh, you go and watch Lydia. Looks like she might make birdie on number one. And thanks very much for your call. That is 9.44 here on SENZ. Hey, Wellington, get all the sports coverage you could ever want on... Brooke Henderson out of the rough on one. It looks to be about a nine iron. And she's hit it 30 feet past. Got a big bounce. Lydia has about an eight footer for birdie on the first. Oh, on your lids. Um, did you see Waikato Stud have gone um, with the, the TAB, trackside, have got a 